Hey everybody, welcome to Chicken and the Nuggets. Uh, we have chicken, we have nuggets. My name is Jacob Rupp, joining me is Noah Reynolds. And I am joining you, dude. Thank you so much. What a special episode. A special episode right in the thick of High Plains Comedy Festival. That's right. Uh, so we got um, the biggest Nuggets fan we could find on High Plains Comedy Festival. Yeah. Uh, Noah Gardenswartz is joining us, everybody. What's up, guys? Very happy to be here. Well, yeah, thank you so much for being here. Um, we're two Noahs on the show. That's going to be uh, confusing for the I listener. Know. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll Our voices <laughs> are a little different. Whatever, dude. <laughs> they'll, be able to, they'll be able to know which Noah's I'll speaking. Do a th- I'll do this voice then. <laughs> yeah. <No. That's laughs> we'll like, put cool. Noah's voice in red like in the bible i actually yeah. i actually sound more like jacob than whatever you guys yeah you guys have cool voices like wearing the headphones it is very similar so okay. but yeah noah noah and jacob we're going biblical already yeah yeah that's right very biblical <laughs> if you uh, the last podcast i threw jacob under the bus uh, i led to a church but uh, to get some chicken <laughs> it was a whole odyssey it doesn't matter we're not going to relitigate it but we're very biblical on here old testament new testament testament classic yeah mm-hmm. hamilton yeah. all the bibles yeah. you know. and chicken yeah <laughs> and chicken well thanks for joining us noah and uh you uh grew up in denver right i you did yeah. i did still a huge denver sports fan oh, i've yeah. been lived here since i was 18 but never lost my allegiance to the local teams all of them you yeah. like yeah well i'm i mean i'm mostly a football basketball guy cool. so broncos and nuggets i'm like passionate about for rockies sure. and avalanche i'm happy to cheer for if totally. they do like if they make it somewhere but i don't follow them the way i do same. nuggets and broncos same yeah same. yeah not a big rapids guy <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's good. but I once can... again if if rapids were in the championship totally of mls good. i would be fucking screaming from the rooftops yeah you bleed about 303 i'm about it <laughs> um so we do talk about chicken first mm-hmm. before um, we get into the sports, and um, we'll get into sports in a second. But we had some tikka masala, <laughs> some chicken tikka masala, yeah. um, which ah, was delicious. I haven't eaten all day. I do this purge thing because um, people <laughs> tell me I look way better after I do it. Sure. And um, then I decided to eat a bunch of Indian. We haven't done Indian yet, and this is my favorite Indian dish. Um, it was delicious. Little India. A staple in the city, also, and that's my little uh, spiel. Thoughts. Nice. Yeah. What did you think, Noah? Nice. About that? I, that I, was it. <laughs> I, I was enjoyed prepared. the tikka masala. Okay. Uh, I don't know that I had the passion that the other Noah did. No, no <laughs> way. No, I mean it was good. It, chicken tikka masala is sort of like pizza, and like it's pretty hard to ruin it. As I long, agree. As long as the consistency of the chicken isn't gross, as long as like the chicken is cooked properly and it's For not. Sure chewy or fatty the actual sauce does the heavy lifting on the dish and the sauce is the sauce it's the masala and people don't know this that the sauce is the masala in the chicken tikka masala so what's tikka well some people dispute that (laughs) which is kind of funny scholars maintain yeah when you go to india and you talk to the you know the guys up top They'll be like, it's masala, and I'm not gonna do the voice. I'm actually, I'm actually more interested in this in this purge. You say, is that just a different name for intermittent fasting, or do you straight? Up I mean, I throw up after most meals or whatever. Oh, okay, so bulimia. Yeah. Oh, weird. Is that it? I'm like, God. <laughs> Noah's. But like, I look great. After every meal, Noah's like, there's one hour that my body has no rules. Yeah. Let's purge out. <laughs> yeah, <system>. that's right. <laughs> from the purge. Yeah, from the movie. Um, Jacob, <laughs> you don't like Indian. Sorry, no. food. Yes, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it's not that I don't like. I just haven't had much of okay. it. So, give us uh, a walkthrough of your um, today's experience of chicken tikka masala. <laughs> uh, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Hell yeah! Uh, I liked it a little bit more than I thought, actually, because. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Yeah, usually my stomach doesn't agree with it too bad. Well, so. you'll be shitting yeah. a storm well, later. Well, we may dude. have to cut it quick like a 15-minute podcast. But yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm by no means an authority on Indian food, but if you're yeah. someone who doesn't really eat Indian food, I wouldn't necessarily call today's dish a fair Interesting. introduction or assessment of partly because it's such a boilerplate like americanized indian food sure but we're not also, in dubai no right but also <laughs> like there's there was no spice to it and indian food is very spicy yeah that's true so this is like we're this, also yes this was the indian food for people who don't eat indian food wow damn <laughs> that's probably true okay well we that, asked noah what he wanted to eat probably, he gave us no suggestions and i, was I like, did i just said yeah. please no fried chicken I know. Yeah, because in, instead of throwing up an hour after every meal i just try not to eat fried chicken <laughs> it's the same thing it's literally the same result it's funny me and noah uh <laughs> podcast noah did really have uh <laughs> Uh, 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 talk like what? What are non-fried what chicken foods? Would yeah. you consider like? Would you consider chicken parm? Is that fried chicken? Because like, that's a chicken cutlet with parmesan. I mean, honestly, if it's not, that's if even had... worse than fried chicken. Throw oh, a really? Of, throw a pound of parm on top. <laughs> so, uh, so... Liz, I'm not. I'm also just just for the listeners. I am not a health fiend, but but it's like right. I try to pick my calories wisely, sure. like because I know I don't eat great all the time. I don't want to spoil it on three o'clock in the afternoon fried chicken. Yeah, on some bullshit you know? podcast. You're a father. No, I'm thrilled to be here on the podcast. <laughs> it, was, it was much more about the mid afternoon chicken. You yeah. gotta. You have. Um. You have a life to live for and a wife and do, you yeah. know um well listen I, I have a life insurance policy so if i okay. eat too much fried chicken the kid's fine yeah be perfect um i think that's a really good thing i eat my chicken i eat once a week basically for this podcast so do you guys normally do fried chicken every week from a different place and it's just a, a review of like how good that fried chicken was compared to last no, week's no not necessarily we do variety but we we're yeah. just trying to think of in our mind like we've done a bunch of chicken this is our whatever sure. 17th episode I think yeah, and, I think we go backwards because wings are our favorite thing. So yeah. we do a lot of wings. Okay, we've done sure. like Ethiopian chicken, me- different kinds of Mexican stuff. We've just done once. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> he looked at Jacob when he said yeah, that. I know, so. I know. Different kind of Mexican stuff. He's our little stuff. Mexican stuff. I'm the Mexican correspondent yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. um, <laughs> no, it's not just fried chicken, but like that's the popular thing now, right? Nashville and fried chicken. Yeah, we all and we've been doing sandwiches. like all those fucking fast food yeah. uh, fried chicken sandwiches. Which that's been I, I haven't. I haven't had any of them, and I want to so badly. But I, I know that once I have one, I'm just gonna like go on a fucking. Yeah. So you're, every you're just never gonna have them. I, I mean, yeah. never say on. never, but uh, right. But now, yeah, it is too convenient. I listen. Now. I made it through the phase of pop culture where like people were literally stabbing each other over a Popeyes fried chicken. So <laughs> yeah, it was cool though. I feel like if I resisted that time, and that was then, in the middle of people, hundreds of thousands dying yeah. of a sickness. <laughs> yes. Very cool. That's that's what I was gonna say because Popeyes is too convenient to my job. So now I go like once a week for a sandwich during yeah. lunch, and I'm like, this isn't good. This isn't even for the podcast. Um, well, we um, in terms of healthiness, it's probably Noah, uh, guest Noah, <laughs> podcast Noah, and then Jacob. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm of, definitely. A, I mean, Jacob's way way. Buff. I'd actually like to be podcast Noah for the remainder of this podcast. <laughs> no, you are. Sorry, that's right. I was you ranking can be us. Host and I am Noah. host Noah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, I'll be guest Noah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good. This is very confusing <laughs> well, for our listeners now. Um, <laughs> once again, I'm pretty sure they know who's who between the two Noahs when <laughs> we speak. Up, shut up. <laughs> I have a kid. They think I have a kid. What, um, you guys like the naan? I always like the naan. I do, naan. I do. Naan is, and was that authentic enough for you? 
<laughs> Once again, not an authority on Indian food. Oh, uh, weird. It, uh, <laughs> it was good non. Okay. A little doughy, not as crunchy as I'd like, but yeah. I've always thought if I was a billionaire, I would I would get a tandoori grill built in my house. If you were a billionaire, that's one of the things on your short list. No, it's one of the things on my long list. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. I guess if you're a billionaire, you don't even have a list. You just get no, whatever it's, you want. I mean, yeah. That's something I do on a Sunday. Build my tandoori grill. Yeah. I don't even know. What is a to- tandoori grill? Is that it's the one, the grill that is like built into the ground or a side that you like throw the like dough and like cooks on the side. Of oh, okay. The... So do you need a tandoori grill to make naan? Yeah, it, that's how it's made. Got I'm it. sure you don't need it to make it, but I'm trying to be authentic. Yeah. You don't need a wood stove or, uh, you know. Um, whatever to cook a pizza, right? But it's all about authenticity. Sure. Home country, keeping it to the home country. And if I was a billionaire, I'd just put a whole macaroni grill in my backyard. <laughs> I know, me too. What's, what's your guys' well, whatever. That's like Richie Rich when he had a McDonald's. <laughs> that in his was house. the coolest thing in the world. That is pretty sweet. Um, do you guys have anything more else on tikka masala or Indian culture or anything? <laughs> Love the culture, love the people. All tapped out on tikka masala commentary. Fine, yeah. <laughs> all right. We um, we should find some more spicy, authentic stuff for you next time, and we'll book you for the next time and get you some more. <laughs> you know what? If I come back and do it again, I'll have fried chicken. Perfect. I'll do. Yeah. I, it'll be yeah. the first of the fast food fried chicken Perfect. sandwiches I do, and I'll let you guys pick which one of the fast food ones Perfect. I have. We will. It'll be great. <laughs> that was yummy. Church's fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Going to church. <laughs> Never had it. Yeah, right. I haven't either. Oh, well, we got to put that to the list. I don't know if people go to churches. <laughs> Do the Taco Bell chicken taco sandwich. Yeah, so we talked about it last week. Okay. I haven't had it yet. It's, uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's good. It's just confusing what it is. Well, that's that's the whole ad campaign. You're you're buying into exactly what it's they're the selling. It's the dialogue, exactly. You're literally doing the, is it a taco or a sandwich? Yeah, exactly. We wasted 30 minutes on it last week, and <laughs> we it's did. fucking, it's what they wanted. It is what they wanted. That's the content that we're bringing, though. Shut up. Listen, ad agencies don't make money because they're stupid. That's true. But we're, we are smart, too. Um, <laughs> let's move on, um, everybody. And then, um, I guess this is where we would put the advertisement. Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll put the ad Cool. I'll, um, <clears throat> hey, Jacob, um, I don't know if you knew this, but week two of football is in the books. And now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Listen up, Noah. Carolina Panthers, 2-0. Noah, Denver Broncos, also 2-0. 2-0, dude. We could have both bet a dollar and won up to $150 in free bets instantly. That's only if you head over to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And and Noah, we're not we're not uh, we're not huge rollers, you know, but we have $1. I think we could we could bet $1. Uh, if Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. You can bet on how many coaches of the New Orleans Saints are going to get COVID and can't can't coach. Yeah, or how, how yeah. long uh, Aaron Rodgers' hair is going to end up um, growing. Oh, that was a dumb one. 
<clears throat> yeah. Just how, yeah, how about, uh, you could bet on how many times Peyton and Eli uh, say something inappropriate. Yeah, those yeah, those dudes are gross. Those um, but gross a- guys. Anyway, Jacob, this is my favorite part, and the listeners will know that for sure. It's the call to action. We call it the CTA. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code uh, TBPN to receive $100, $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TBPN. That's Tango Bravo uh, Basketball Net. Tango, nope. Tango Bravo uh, Porcupine Network. Uh, this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. But anyway, now we're back. Um, we're so happy to uh, Noah, beyond, um, you know, being tall and from Denver, you and um, you dabble in comedy. You're a huge Nuggets fan. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Always grew up with dabble them. in comedy, full-time Nuggets fan. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, Emmy Award winning Nuggets fan, right? Yeah. Um, we are um, happy to have you to talk about the Nuggets because this is, we were discussing before, I think one of the golden eras of Nuggets basketball. Mm-hmm. We just got off of our first MVP um, player to ever play on a Nuggets team. Um, yes, we did. Mr. Uh, Jokic. And um, I don't know, just have, I don't, do you have any thoughts of just like the Nuggets in general? I mean, they're a big part of your life, clearly. Yeah, I mean, I. I really don't remember loving a team as much as I love this one, but it's like, cool. you know, if you would have rewound back to the Chauncey Carmelo, mm-hmm. you know, Cavi era, it's like I also probably felt equally passionate about yeah. their chances to win a championship. Yeah. And it's like that team, I do truly feel like was championship caliber, but for some reason we always either got the Spurs or the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs, and then one of those teams would go on to win the championship. So it was like just a bad draw. Um, and I was, I was a huge Carmelo guy back in the day. Like I used to beat the drum on Carmelo over LeBron, which clearly I was wrong about. That's like when you just become a sycophant fan. But now like Jokic is the player I've, I think I've been most excited about my entire basketball watching career, not even nuggets, but just like as a fan of the game and seeing what he does with how the game is played now and how he is such a statistical and physical anomaly and then on top of that a good guy and a mm-hmm. goofy guy like there's there's really nothing not to like about him to your Carmelo point though sorry i was gonna i was almost interrupted i'm bad at that um but it was um <laughs> you thinking that he was going to be better at, than lebron at that point in that his career he was absolutely could have been and yeah. well, well you know you thinking that it was not out of um, yeah, well, it didn't wasn't seem ridiculous. It wasn't crazy, but no. I think in that case, I was very jaded by being a Nuggets fan. I, I certainly wasn't looking at it objectively. Whereas I still, obviously, I can't look at it purely mm-hmm. objectively, but I still constantly argue with people about Jokic over Embiid, and I don't think that's because I'm a Nuggets guy. I think no, that's that, like yeah. just watching basketball. I'm like, I would rather have Jokic than Embiid. And to your point, and why Jokic is the whole package and just so cool is like those intangibles that he possesses, you know, when, um, you know, these guys go, uh, are just like prima donnas or just do bullshit, which is like, 
you know, you're an old guy if you complain about players doing that kind of stuff. But it is cool that, you know, he doesn't he doesn't fuck around with all the BS. He has no yeah. social media. He's just like, a, he really is just a regular guy that wants to hoop. You one, know? Of my, one of my favorite things, I was like in a mini depression when we lost to Phoenix, <laughs> partly because the season was over and just getting swept in the way the games went was just yeah. so... Yeah. Depressing. One of the few things that brought me joy was seeing Black Twitter suddenly become huge fans of the Jokic family, and oh, like, cool. and it was just kind of like this. Oh, maybe you shouldn't fuck with Jokic because yeah. like everyone watched him manhandle Booker, and all of a yes. sudden people were like, "Does Jokic have hands?" Yeah. And then they started looking at the backstory of his brothers, and they're like, "Oh, he grew up the youngest of those brothers whooping his ass." Like, yeah, you don't want to <laughs> fuck with Joker, and and I just love that because he is such a nice guy. But it's like you saw that flip switch, and I'm like, that's that's the one thing that I think will be required to take us to the next level is like see that dog like just flipping him and and see Jokic be angry every now and again but but again that's not like a complaint because even even when he's mild he's not soft by any means he goes and gets the job done yeah, people need to be reminded sometimes that he's a Serbian giant. From right. That In a war-torn yeah. country. <laughs> With but, genocide. But speaking to your comment about this being a Nuggets golden era, like it is easy to just sit and talk about Jokic all day, but I love so many pieces on the team and what they put around him. I love Jamal. I, I'm a bit of an MPJ apologist. That's one thing I can dude. admit I'm yeah. guilty of. I He's fucking, a good basketball I have, player. I have fallen in love with his talent and <laughs> have turned a blind eye to his we know. Uh, mental and defensive <laughs> efficient deficiencies. Yeah. Uh, He's a great podcaster. He's a voice of our generation. <laughs> I'll admit I was I was wrong about Faku. I really hated Faku to oh, start no. the season. Okay. I was like, get this fucking guy off the court. Yeah, He's too small. He's a defensive <laughs> liability. And then like and then like two, three weeks in, I was like, okay, cool. he can play. And then by the end of the season, I was like, greatest player of all Absolutely. time. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I follow all the Argentinian fans on Twitter and they're they hype him up so much and it's the greatest oh, yeah. thing. I'm, it, we're big on Faku. It's, it's going to be weird when Faku wins an MVP and there's two MVPs on the team. Yeah, yeah I know. It's Short Kings over here. So here, here's here's my hot take, which I hope I don't get in trouble with Nuggets Nation for, although I don't think I'm in the minority with this. Love Mike Malone as a person. Mm-hmm. Love Mike Malone as a man. Do not love Mike Malone as a coach. Or sorry, Michael Malone. Yeah, right. Michael Malone. I, uh, I have had huge problems with his coaching for a few years. And my brother-in-law, who is as big if not bigger of a Nuggets fan than me but neither of us miss a game like we watched all 72 last season 82 before that we scream at each other and and text fight almost every game because I bitch about Malone and he's just like let the coach coach he knows more than you he knows what he's doing and I'm like but he's fucking up yeah wow it is it is fair to say I think his biggest strength is like being a good coach like to the people and you know like on the people yeah side it's like you can't watch culture. a Michael Malone press conference and be like that's yeah. a bad dude he's exactly. he's an awesome guy but yeah I think there's definitely some stuff I've always been frustrated by his timeouts and stuff a little bit. horrible <laughs> horrible in game manager doesn't sure. doesn't make X and O um adjustments like horrible halftime coach we lose every third quarter which speaks to his lack of adjustments at halftime. Um, That's a really good point. Awful inbounds plays. Yeah. But then furthermore, he claims to be a defensive coach, and we've been a bad defensive team pretty much his entire tenor. And I told – I forget which one of you I told. I was going to beat the Shaq Harrison drum. Yeah. I was screaming at the TV (laughs) the entire playoffs to give Shaq Harrison some playing time. He's one of the best defenders the Nuggets have had. Like, if you watch him, he was made to play defense. A truly athletic, long 6'7 ball hog guard – 
every time Malone did give him a minute here, a minute there, good things happened. And for whatever reason, he went with the Marcus Howard, like, let's try to outscore them route. Yeah. And it was killing me. Yeah, yeah I it, I don't disagree with anything you've said. Um, but I also feel like the results almost speak for themselves. It makes watching it stressful and irritating, <laughs> which sucks. The only thing that, I, to your last point, that makes me the most stre- uh, frustrated and people seem to be the most frustrated is is his use of like young people and rotation in that kind yeah, of Yeah, he seems like really, really hell-bent on this tough love on rookies mentality of just like, yeah. even when you should be playing, you're not. Yeah. Jury's out on Bol Bol, because I will say, I to Malone's credit, he that's has probably, given Bol Bol some opportunities, and Bol Bol doesn't do shit with it's the playing time call. he gets. Yeah, I know, and that's what everyone says. Yeah. I'm an apologist for him. I want to see him <laughs> succeed beyond everything. Well, I mean, it's crazy to see someone who's seven foot two that can legitimately handle the ball and shoot Shoots. that way. Like the potential is there, but again, like he started some games and he had a couple thirty minute games and yeah. was pretty much a non factor on the box score. So I'm I've moved on, but like like all of last year, MPJ's lack of playing time, which I think came back to bite us in the ass. Um, you know, like I was even going into this year, the fact that it was a question whether or not he was going to start over Will Barton. It's like those are the kind of things that were driving me crazy right. in terms of just clearly develop the best players that you have. But um, you know, I love the team. We have, we have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have, and we're all almost still. Sorry, we are still in a. Um, we still have so so deep, and uh, what is the something of riches? An embarrassment of riches. Thank you. Yeah, see, that's embarrassing. You forgot. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Zeke Naji, who's not being used ever. I mean, this new mm. G League team, which is going to have all these guys on it. Are you a big Bones Highland guy? <laughs> I actually didn't know too much about him before we drafted him. No, Loved, love the name. Yes. I'm excited to see yeah. what he can bring. Um, but, you know, like, honestly, right now, I'm just looking for anyone that can bring perimeter defense. Like I was even, yeah. I was even willing before the season to get excited about Greg Whittington when I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, they brought in a six eight wing defender from Greg. Turkey. Maybe he's the hidden gem of the Euro yeah, League, sure. and then never played, or never played, then played for two minutes and was terrible. But that, but that's why I was like, when they found Shaq Harrison, I was like, we got it. Yeah. We got the guy who doesn't need the ball, can score. Like mm-hmm. he, he's not going to miss a layup, so that's great. But he's out there to play defense, and then just didn't give him the time he deserved. Um, I am not a huge Will Barton guy. I will okay. admit. Um, you know, I don't know if I hear that. A lot. I res- I respect his talent. I've certainly seen enough games where like he was the saving force. Like yeah. I do what I'll, I'll give Will credit for. He's a big game player. I love players that aren't scared of the moment. He wants the ball. He wants the shot. But I also think he thinks he's better than he is. I don't think he's ever going to be truly content being the fourth or fifth option. Yeah, when um, he thinks he's like the second, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is funny because Monte is always down to be the sixth guy and take the fucking bullet if he needs to and i i kind of i'm in more of a monte camp i guess yeah yeah but it's not even one or the other it's more of like you know and i mean listen will is gonna help us get through jamal because like will does bring scoring right but again for me it's more about like one thing the nuggets have prided themselves on that as a fan makes me so proud is the nuggets culture that they've built and how selfless and well everyone gels together and will just strikes me as like a me over team kind of guy when it comes down to it. Yeah. I think that's fair. It is going to be interesting to see this season before Jamal comes back. Cause Jokic was running like the two man game with will to end games and stuff yeah. too. So I wonder if that's even going to change a little bit. Yeah. Well, MP MPJ, yeah, like hopefully. if we're ever, let's get serious. If we're ever truly going to win the championship that like 
the fans of this generation the mpj has to be a consistent 25 a night guy or at least a threat to be that yeah and to do that it's going to require him which he was starting to do in the playoffs which i which i love seeing was him realizing at 6 11 he can go to the rack like he's got to stop settling for 30 foot jumpers all the time and realize he's a freak and, yeah. go, and go get it at the rim. Some of those transition threes are rough. <laughs> You're just like, you could just take Yeah, well, it. That, he like, has that kind of, if you talk about Will Barton, the don't give a fuck thing, he'll do, <laughs> MPJ will do that a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, not a lot, but you'll you'll see him take a shot and just be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, but obviously you put more um, trust into his shot yeah. out, outside than Will Barton. Yeah. Uh, what are some of your other uh, Michael Malone? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <things>? really? <laughs> what am I? What sounds some... like you laid them all out. Oh, yeah. yeah well, well, I mean, I could go for days about Malone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, ca- yeah. he's caused me so many heart attacks just yeah. by like, yeah. like uh, for instance, game one against me, I think we could have won that series if we won game one because it would have just like completely changed the mental edge, especially if you take it on their home court. Mm. Yeah. We're up by nine, lose the game because he went, he let them go on a 16 0 run before calling a timeout. At what point against a Chris Paul team in their building in game one of the playoffs, do you let them, how many points do you realistically let them run off before you call a timeout? His answer was 16, and we ended up losing <laughs> the game. But yeah. it's like, that. that's where it's like a lack of feel for momentum swings in the game that kill me. Yeah. Does it make you excited at all that Tim Connolly has put together such an amazing front office that? eventually when Michael Malone leaves, um, we'll get uh, an eventual coach, Kenyon Martin. No, I don't. <laughs> no, that doesn't excite you? I'm not looking for Kenyon Martin to replace Michael Malone. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. I so would have I would have been interested Wes to see Chauncey. No, I would have been interested to see yeah. Chauncey come in. That would yeah. have been cool. Um, we can get Kenyon Martin to play perimeter defense right now. Yeah, like, seriously. I'd be, I would honestly right. be more interested in a Kenyon Martin basketball comeback than that I would, would be so coach cool. Martin. I just I get the feeling that Malone is our Mark Jackson to whoever right. the next Steve Kerr is. Where like oh. he was he was a guy who came in and clearly took this team to the next level, made them made like the the franchise be taken seriously and respected and built a great culture of sure. guys who loved each other. And now we need an offensive coach who actually knows what to do with all the tools he has. Because like Again, like, yes, you want to trust otherworldly talent like Jokic with the ball in his hands all game to just make the right read, but our entire offense literally for 80% of the Michael Malone era has been Jokic up top, two-man with Murray while Porter sits in the corner. Right. Yeah. And it's like we have so much more talent than that. It's funny. Uh, I always think of Jokic looking up in the ceiling like Queen's Gambit <laughs> with all the chest things. Yeah. yeah, that is probably how he sees. The <laughs> yeah, he just sees it like it. They come from weak side. I go this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You it's guys like are fucking nerds. That. Have you ever seen Queen's no, Gambit? Yeah, no, right, no. I'm oh, too great busy, show. Too busy doing coke and fucking whores and shit. All right, you get on. Jacob one, and I are going to start a, uh, a new podcast, The Gambit Nuggets. And yeah, you guys should call restart it. every you guys day. Call it Fairy's Gambit instead of Queen's Gambit. Two queens. Quinoa and the Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should call it Two Dope Queen's Gambit. <laughs> so hey, pretty Noah. So pretty, good. pretty good. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you liked it. Uh, yes, Two Dope we, Queen's Gambit. It's pretty good. That's everything's property of Chicken and the Nuggets on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we should talk about, I guess, uh, Aaron Gordon uh, was yeah. Yeah. in the news. We haven't talked about him yet. He also signed a large contract extension. $92 million. I was surprised by the number. I was too. Yeah. You weren't. No, I, I thought, because okay. I felt like when he was in trade rumors, I always heard that like he would 
have to be signed for a lot anyway. So I feel like that was kind of the part of, of the deal. Them. It's like, well, it's part of the trade. You have to like now commit to a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I so. mean. But yeah, it's and it's always going to seem larger too, just the natural like increase of the of the salary well, cap. Well, oddly enough, like well, I, I absolutely loved Gary Harris for what he gave to the franchise for all those years. Yeah, but at that but time. I think <laughs> at that point, like trading him away, it was actually addition by subtraction regardless. So like, it's not like, oh, well, we trade away these guys and only got Aaron Gordon for half a year, even just by getting Gary off the roster to make room for MPJ and Monte to kind of take a bigger role in the offense, I think was worth it regardless. I do think Aaron Gordon is the perfect fit of like a missing piece for what this Nuggets team needed. I love his talent and the potential. Um, I think we overpaid slightly by getting burnt by Jeremy Grant and like didn't want to go through another season of losing that defensive three, four. Um, and in the context of today's NBA where guys are making stupid money every which way, 23 million a year isn't, actually that bad but 23 million is a lot to pay someone who can't get their own shot yeah and, and, and that that's the thing is like in the playoffs aaron gordon actually did a great job on the big wing scores of the west that we brought him in for but especially when mpj tweaked his back and murray out we needed another score and like aaron gordon who i was expecting to step up and score just couldn't get it done he just like offensively had nothing in the playoffs yeah it's going to be interesting to see him this season too, because he was not he was not playing a lot in Orlando too before, right. uh, and then all of a sudden he had to play like all these actually meaningful right. games. So yeah, I think it's also just a a, a real clear s- statement to like keep the contender together, and uh, it, it's just yeah, you're right. But he's also seems like kind of not Will Barton esque, where he's like perfectly fine being the fifth right. option yeah. on the floor it, and, that, and that's, that's the like thing is like yeah i don't option. i don't want aaron gordon going out there every night thinking he has to go yeah. get 20 because oh, that's yeah. not within the flow of who we have and what we need right. but i would love to know that come playoff time if it's like a game we're like listen aaron we do need you to go get 20 that he's capable and last last year he was at points looking legitimately incapable of scoring yeah um so i uh, i'm glad we kept him though for just so for context um, he scored um, last year. He had 10, sorry, f- he was at 14 and a half per game, and he had his best field goal percentage of his career. Well, yeah, but it's hard. I mean, when I'm not trying games. to discredit it, but like how many of his shots were dunks cutting through the lane with Jokic? So like yeah. sure, your field goal his, percentage is going to go up when you totally. play with Jokic. And he played, you know, less than a quarter of the season or half the season yeah. or whatever. I think his threes were down too, and they're up in in Orlando for some reason. Well, uh, we so. yeah, I mean, we don't need him shooting threes. Like no. again, I don't. I I'm high on Aaron Gordon. I'm glad we kept him. I think he's a necessary piece for this team as is. I was a little bit surprised by 92 million, but if that's what the market dictates to keep him, yeah, yeah. it's I, not like there was that money I wanted to spend on someone else that I thought was going to be a better fit. Yeah, and then um, it's also clear. It's good that like it, the Cronkies will probably go into the tax now uh so that's good because i was kind of a little nervous that they wouldn't (laughs) i'm also i'm also glad again loved him for what he gave for all these years but i'm glad to have separated from uncle paul yes i think jeff green instead of paul is an upgrade um 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's... Interested to see what Jamichael does next year. Yeah, that'll be a cool... For both of them, it'll yeah. be a cool combo. The Gary Harris thing was is interesting, too, because, yeah, like his contract was equally <laughs> bad, probably, towards the end of the year. I think it was giving away R.J. Barrett that got that deal done, because he did flash a lot yeah. of defensive potential, just like a wiry 6'4", spark plug out He's there. He's going to be great on that team. And that Orlando team is a cool team for the future, I think. But I, I do think that... Um, the Nuggets are going to be a little bit of a sleeper out of the West again. Like, the West feels wide open again. I don't like what the Lakers did with their offseason. Anytime you have LeBron and AD, if capital I, capital F, they can both stay healthy, then they're still going to be favorites. But I don't love the pieces they brought in around them. I think the Suns window closed the minute the championship season. I, I don't think they'll even be a top four team in the West. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I think they're done. Just talked about this. Uh, you know, Clippers are going to be missing Kawhi all year. So... Utah never scares me for whatever reason. Even when they were number one in the West all year, I always knew that Jokic will give Gobert a fifty piece if he wants to That's anytime. Awesome. So I really, Dallas. I don't, I don't. Th- I mean, Luca's fantastic, but I still don't think they brought in enough around him. Kristaps has proven uh, to yeah, not be the real deal. Yeah, no, he's done. So I, okay. I was just for sake of yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't expect the Nuggets to actually be the one seed out of the West just because they never are. But I do think they can contend to be the team coming out of the West for a championship. Yeah, and they were fine too. Like even without uh, the regular season, they'll be fine for sure. Like the, even after you know, losing Jamal and, and Will Barton for a while. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see PJ Dozier too. Uh, I oh think my he, god! He I might forgot. Be I, towards your guy, I like should, a perimeter defender. I should guy. slap myself for going this long <laughs> without talking about I fucking love pj dozier i was he i was so upset when he was out in the playoffs with yeah. the Bruins because he's so talented i mean talk about a six seven freak that can guard the one through four legitimately and pj can actually get you 20 like pj can get buckets when he score. wants to also i love pj dozier i hope that we sign him to a huge contract whenever it's due i do not want to lose him He's from like South Carolina or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where he played. He likes chicken. Uh, a team I forgot. The, I could actually see Golden State coming out of the West too. Yeah, I was they're say, they're why reloaded. Not? If Clay if Clay comes back why healthy, not, they're dude. reloaded. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna be saying that forever though. If Clay comes back, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, it's so sad. It's yeah, so sad. Yeah, I actually but love Clay. <laughs> I everybody loves Clay. I think. Um, I'm trying to think of a thing that is. This team is great, dude. There's you actually kind of look like a white redheaded Clay Thompson. Thank you. Whoa, that's cool <laughs> right. as shit. That's going right in his bio now. Yeah, <laughs> white. Well, from the, like the side, the side profile, you kind of got. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Damn it. Um, you yeah, you shouldn't have done that, like that, dude. Yeah, gassing me up. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, to all of these points, man, and to your point, I absolutely think. I mean, the Nuggets are always underrated every single year. You know, we're the small market; nobody cares. Um, I mean, we have an MVP on our team now, um, which I'd like to think maybe a little bit more attention. But I, Dude, yeah, you know, you know when I knew Jokic was going to be perennially disrespected <laughs> when he listen. I understand Dame put up a performance of a lifetime right. in that series, but when Jokic put up historically significant first round numbers in a team that was missing his entire starting backcourt, and we beat the Blazers. And the only story coming out of it was talking about if Dame's going to leave the Blazers and just showing Dame's game in a game that they lost, by the way. I understand it was freakish what he was doing, but they lost the game. Literally, if you look at Jokic's stat line from that series, it was one of a historically great playoff performance. No one said a fucking word about it in his MVP season. 
Yeah, they okay. don't care about Jokic. Yeah, and that and that's clearly more than just a small market thing because who gives a fuck about Portland, right? Right. <laughs> Everyone loves Dame because he raps. At least they're married. At least they're right though. Dame did leave, so that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I left. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's uh yeah um it, it's clear with the Aaron Gordon thing too with the contract they're probably gonna max out MPJ. Soon, I was gonna which is, wanted to mention that it's yeah sooner, they have it, to if yeah. then when right which is another thing is like when then if it kind of feels like that too with Aaron Gordon it's like yeah well the market's making them <laughs> kind of do this it's a, yeah I mean they they, don't lose they have no choice but to max out MPJ. how much do you think nah. how much do you think you guys he's gonna yeah, make I don't know. Well, like two forty I was gonna say he, he's gonna be a forty or fifty million a that'll year that'll be insane because so how much. Um, yeah, I mean Murray's but like two seventy five. But right? yeah, but that's just because that's what max contracts yeah. are now. No, I it's know like, it is just in, that amount of money is insane. Like, yeah. how much are you worth? <laughs> yeah, probably like twenty five bucks. Yeah, so. okay, cool. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Like, there has not been clarification one way or another if MPJ got vaxxed, right? Because he's a notorious anti-vaxxer. Correct. And yeah. there are now these stadiums coming out saying, like, unvaccinated people aren't allowed in. So I wonder if he's just straight up not going to play against the Knicks. And Yeah. You can go ahead and, like, uh, in my conspiracy brain part, it's just, like... Sore back, hold him out. Like, yeah, or that's why they haven't even signed a, a max yet. <laughs> just uh, let's see if... Oh, uh, wow. Uh, they're, yeah, they're they're playing the, like, uh, waiting or, like, seeing who's going to fold first. Yeah, and also, you know, that's who funny. cares? I mean, he might have an injury, too, <laughs> like, actually on the yeah, basketball that'd court. that'd be great. But I don't know. They're always hush-hush about anything that's going on with him, no matter what. They don't like to talk about what's going on. Yeah, because I think he's one of those players better left to just let him play yeah. on the court and let not hear too much from him. Mouth. Yeah, he's going to get a max contract, plus he has all that podcast money, so that's going <laughs> to come in. He was just in an ad for something, wasn't he? I don't know. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk shit, but I can't. I love him so much. No, he's, the, he, he's just so good. He's the man. He just can't be an apologist for cops or <laughs> anti-vaxxers, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, no, I don't, you know, it's just... Separate the artist from the art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That <laughs> that jump shot is uh, is Cosby's first album. That's right. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's all been said. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I don't know. Um, we what still have, we have some to talk time. About? Yeah, I don't know. Um... Uh, Kyrie, does that interest you at all? <laughs> Another. I mean, he's a, he's a fascinating guy. Yeah, I don't know. Another I would be bummed. I think guy. he's the most talented point guard in the game. Would you be upset if he retired? If <laughs> he decided to? Uh, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset. Like, I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a Nets fan, and like as a basketball fan, I think there's enough talent in the league that it's not like oh shit Kyrie is gone who am I gonna watch now? Like, you there's be, so much talent in the league. You wouldn't yeah. be upset for like being. You wouldn't be. Uh, unhappy to not watch him anymore, just like for his career, for his story that it was like, no, because I've, I've crash and burn. So I've sadly. I've seen enough Kyrie clips to have felt sure. like I got to watch some greatness at hand. But also, as weird or unpredictable as he can be, I do think his heart is often in the right place. And if he was to retire to like go truly pursue social justice, then yes. I think what he would be doing for society would be far more significant than watching him dribble anyway. So and we've said that on this podcast is Kyrie will do wacky crazy shit and then go around and be like oh i donated this school to this inner city um <laughs> by the way when i was missing that game you know yeah like i he's an extremely i i would be frustrated to be the general manager right. he plays for but just as a person i respect him a ton yeah and yeah he's a he's a cool dude he's well like, that's a well put i was kind of thinking about it myself i was like it would be sad to see Kyrie. And I don't know how real this is. What we're talking about is 
if Kyrie said that if the Nets traded him, he would retire. Is the did he uh, go out and say that? Yeah, that was oh, the rumor coming the out rumor, of so. Kyrie's yeah. camp. But um, it, was there a rumor starting that the Nets were looking to trade him because correct. of the unpredictability? That's right. Of last year, because he and he well he did another thing about he did another anti-mask, anti-vax thing on like Twitter. Uh, I'm you know this is we're all doing a lot of yeah. reaching here, yeah. but sure. Um, Kyrie also bought a tandoori grill for a charity. Right, so, no, I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he opened up a McDonald's in his house. <laughs> um, I would be upset. I don't know. Would you? There, I mean, there's so many, there's so much young talent, especially True. at the point guard position yeah. right now that there's no one that can handle the rock quite like Kyrie, but there's plenty of fun. Like John Morant is still, what, 22 He's years cool. old. It's like, yeah. He's so cool. you got WWE superstar Trey Young out there. Yep. I love Trey. Me too. We're a bit, right? We're, we're Trey, we're a pro Trey <laughs> podcast. I was, I was also wrong about him. I went on a podcast. I, was, I went on a sports podcast the year before he got like the summer before he got drafted and said, I didn't think he was going to be a good pro. I, I, I just thought there was no way someone his size who shot as much as he did was going to make it. But yeah. little did I know he's fucking great. He's had his ups and downs. I mean, this was like kind of his big breakout performance year in playoffs, and season. Yeah. And I, I love sure. that Atlanta team though. Cause yeah, it's not just straight. Yeah. Like John Collins was great. A lot of fun to watch mm-hmm. bogey, even Herter. You, I know you got to be a fan mm-hmm. of the red. I sure shirt. am dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pale and red. That's what we like. See, so I said, you're a redheaded clay. You're the love child of Herter and uh, clay great, Thompson. Dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds awesome. <laughs> like, you know, a month, so. yeah, my <laughs> yeah. I I think Atlanta is going to be my East coast team. Not, not only because I lived there for so long but just like of all the teams i watched in the eastern conference um because like because i'm such a nuggets fan certain teams get ruined for me like yeah i hate the clippers passionately mm-hmm. just because of the war we had with them for a while i hate the lakers because of how many times they've knocked us out so like even when the nuggets aren't in i can't watch the western conference and just enjoy it because i have so much disdain for some of the teams and what they've done to the nuggets but the eastern conference i really could care less yeah, I'm, just lo- I'm just looking for good ball That's and fun. i think the hawks are my team yeah too they bad have- there's no good ball in the eastern conference <laughs> they have the old big game hunter uh gallinari too i was gonna is- say he's still on that team huh yeah he- can't That's believe awesome. can't believe he's not only still playing but still producing i know it's like he's one of those yeah. guys like like when raymond felton was with the nuggets mm-hmm. i was certain he had been Hold in the on. league for 15 years already and then he left the nuggets and was in the league for like five more years mm-hmm. and I was, he Raymond Felton looked like he was 35 his rookie year and he looked 52 <laughs> when he retired and I still don't know he might still be playing I, I don't know I feel like the longevity of Nuggets players in particular seems um like yeah. stands out to me like I, who was um, it's the high, it's the high uh, altitude yeah. yeah it is dude uh, and like Fournier has been playing for like 28 yeah, years man, so. <laughs> yeah. uh, Emmanuel Moutier is fucking around somewhere and he's like 24 or 5 still. Yeah. That's, He's been uh, playing for 6 or 7. That was seven. a burn drill. What did we take him with the 5th pick? Something yeah, very, like very early. Top 10, I think. You know what else? I think it's one of those things like the butterfly effect. All's well, it ends well. And I don't think Jamal or MPJ would develop the way they have and or hopefully will had we kept him. But the fact that we traded Donovan Mitchell and oh, yeah. who we trade him for is insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still, but yeah, butterfly effect. I would not have wanted like him. I think just the attitude. I wouldn't have been into. But he, he would have been. He seems in. like a good guy. Yeah. No, you're right. 
It's just the Utah. It's just the Utah part of yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is what it is. It has to be. I don't like Utah either, but he actually seems like a genuinely good dude. I don't. I honestly don't know enough because can't we don't, stand Gobert though. No. Oh, he's a uh, yeah. I mean, he created the. He started the pandemic. That's, that's true. <laughs> that is true. At his press conference, he's the reason the world shut down on March 9th. I've been blaming him, so yeah. That's what an <laughs> asshole. That was great. Um, cool. Anything else in the offseason? I don't know. Season uh, predictions. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, ideas of the upcoming season for the Nuggets, uh, how they're going to... Let's go Nuggets-Hawks championship. That would be 2022. sweet. Let's do it. No I, no, I think I said it earlier. My prediction, I think we'll finish two or three okay. in the West yeah, and then be do. playing in the Western Conference Finals and then depending on who our opponent is and the health of that team at the time. But fuck it, let's just call it Nuggets out of the Western Conference. That's what's up. I think we do. Uh, yeah, it's, I hope they... Uh, don't bring back Jamal as quick. They can just let him set the regular season, I think. Yeah, I, isn't that the... Like, he's probably not coming back till March, right? Or no, April? I mean, I bet he wants to come back now, but... Yeah. It's a 12-month rehab for a regular person. I right. Think, usually. Yeah. And he went down in April, right? Mm-hmm. But how much for, like, a Canadian? Like, Well, it's more expensive. Or it's free, <laughs> it's so free. I don't know. <laughs> Books are more expensive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. This will be a good season. I'm so fucking pumped. We are 33 days away as of today. How cool. That's wild. I know. That's wild. And, oh, by the way, just before we go, I don't know, I'm sure you guys saw, Jokic is looking lean. He's looking He lost even more weight. Good as he's ever looked. Yep. Which I hope everyone, I hope everyone is terrified in the league. Yeah. I hope they should be um, scared because, he- yes. And and you're uh, recently a father too. He's gonna have that like father glow going out sure. there. Sure, is that is that a real thing? <laughs> He's gonna be more tired. I'll tell you that much. That's actually not a good thing for yeah. his season. <laughs> I mean, maybe like the day of his child's birth, he'll go drop fifty because he'll be motivated. But yeah. if he's yeah. if he's dragging ass some games, just know that like the baby was up all night. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Fuck. That's all gonna be. We have a, a friend who's a concierge at the building where he lives in Denver, so we're gonna oh. we're gonna try to get a baby cam in there or something. No. <laughs> we also, I mean, we'll just we, send flowers. Yeah. yeah. Or no, send send like a stuffed horse. He's a horse guy. Mm-hmm. He's a big horse guy. And some chicken nuggets. And yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. We're gonna talk to all of them at some. <laughs> no fried food for Jokic. No, I'll we be know. pissed. <laughs> we know. Yeah, they just. Uh, uh, I guess Jokic and all the Nuggets went to like an MMA place. Did you see that too? And Jokic was they're just no. boxing. For like okay. exercise. Well, his yeah. brother does MMA. Yeah, yeah, they're really into jujitsu. I think, yeah. yeah. So that's sick. That's my conclusion on the podcast. Don't fuck with the Jokic brothers. Don't <laughs> yeah. fuck with the Jokic yeah. brothers. Is there anyone, um, any basketball player you think you can uh, take in an in an MMA match? <laughs> in an MMA match? Because <laughs> I was um, no, I mean, here's the thing. Because like I I tell people all the time. Yeah. They like talk shit about the eleventh or twelfth guy on the court. Like you have no idea how oh, insanely yeah. freakishly athletic and talented all these guys yeah, are. Yeah, I know. And so even as a pretty big guy as I am, just just the conditioning that these guys are in, I don't I don't think there's a an NBA player that I could outbox. I was thinking like uh, five clones of me and five clones of Noah versus Stephen Adams, just in one. Oh my god. <laughs> Stephen Adams is like twenty six years old. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah, he's young. You don't realize Steven Adams is young. Guys. Growing up on that fucking island, dude. Yeah. He has nowhere to go. He's seven foot up. tall Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should play Jason Momoa in a thing. Um, well, maybe... You mean Jason Momoa should play him no, in a thing? Nope. 
No, no. I mean, in a biopic, I think he should play Stephen Adams. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get that. We're very pro yeah. into Stephen Adams acting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you. We don't want to keep you if you got a yeah, kid. Think, yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you yeah. for the uh, delectable chicken tikka masala. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, inauthentic or whatever the hell. Yeah. No, thanks, Noah. Uh, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> you want to plug for you guys? Yes. Uh, I released a new album last month called New Fodder, so you can go check that out on all the platforms, and if you like it, it's uh, the third of my albums, so go check out any of them. Nice. Are you... Um, sweet, sweet. Any other Hollywood or um, business stuff, liberal Jewish things you're doing? <laughs> no, that's it. Okay. <laughs> cool. Play it close to the vest. No, I know. You don't tell anybody. Do you have anything you want to plug, Noah? No. All right, cool. Uh, we're at Chicken and the Nuggets on Instagram, at Nuggets Pod on Twitter. So follow us there, and then we'll be back next week with uh, Chicken and Nuggets. Thanks. All right, Thanks, Chicken. Bye. Bye.